Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Loretta McNary Show. Welcome into the show. I'm so excited. I have to just let my opening not open right now because I don't want to lose a second. I'm talking about this play that everybody's talking about. It is a hit. It is a hit. It will be in my grand city. Yes, it will. Next weekend, actually. And I know it's going to be awesome at the Cannon Center, November 8th through the 9th. I know I have created some buzz, and I will continue to keep that buzz up. Because, you know, once I attach myself to something, I'm so excited that I started living and breathing that thing like it's my own little baby. So I, I love great talent. I love when people do things with excellence. And I love when the people that are doing the thing with excellence give the glory to God, not in a a fanatical, super religious kind of way, but an acknowledgement, a spiritual acknowledgement. And our guest today, the playwright, the phenomenal <laughs> priest I air is on the line already with me. And see, I'm doing this thing because I do see me on a, in a walk-in role in one of his plays, just a walk-on. I don't want to have to remember a whole lot of lines. But I do see me just strut across that stage doing something diva-ish. But anybody can say that and do that, and I know I can. But anyway, everybody, welcome <laughs> to the Loretta McNary Live Radio Show, the phenomenal, the incomparable, the awesome, the handsome, the smart, and the mama's boy, because <laughs> he did all of this because he loved his mama so much, and I mean boy in every sense of an endearment term. Everybody, welcome him to the Loretta McNary Show. Yay, yay, yay. Hi, <laughs> Priest. So, so you mean to tell me that that introduction was for me? I thought you had a third party on this call. I didn't know that was for me. Look at God. <laughs> just off the top of my head, from my spirit to yours, I told you I don't script anything. I just start, you know, my motor gets to going and words just come out. So I can't do it over, so I hope it was recorded somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> wow, thank you so much. I appreciate you having me. Yeah, and I love the title because it can be taken in so many ways. When we talk about, especially from, I guess, a female point of view or a lady's point of view, being independent is something that we really want to do, and for various reasons, it can get us in trouble. Trust me, I know from personal experience being independent can get you in trouble because then it can um, almost – line up with being prideful, and I had to learn that in my own private life. But I love your take on being on this whole thing about um, – I'll let you tell everybody because you can tell it best. So, But I want to talk about you first before we start talking about Miss Independent. And, hey, callers, I see you calling in. I know you want to talk to him, but I only got like 15 minutes with him at first, and then we're going to share some time, and then we're going to bring you in. But to win the tickets. You have to listen to the to- the show in its entirety so I can get your name and I can tell you how to go to Will Call and your contact person. So keep calling, keep listening online and all that too. Okay, so now you- there you go, Priest. I've set it up for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, I, I want to first say thank you for, for having me. Uh, Loretta, this means a lot to me because I'm getting ready to come to a city that nobody knows who I am. Nobody knows who Priest Tire is. And and that's actually a good thing because God will keep us all hidden until it's time for us to be revealed. So on November the 9th, 8th and 9th, I, be, I will be revealed in Memphis at the Cannon Center. So 
I appreciate that. Thank you. And, and hopefully you guys will come out and enjoy the show and, and just enjoy my life because uh, Mrs. Independent is about my life. You know, back in the day, I guess it was maybe 10 years ago, a little better than 10 years, I was dating a young lady who made more money than I did. And it was a topic of every discussion, every argument was about the things that I couldn't do. And, I, you know, I just got tired of it. And at that time, it pushed me to go back to school to become a more financially stable man. But unfortunately, it doesn't always do that with men that are in these types of relationships. So I just decided to write about it. Thank God people are really receiving it. Mm, that is so beautiful. So my question, when I, I first read this, when Kimberly, your awesome publicist, contacted me, I was wondering why – well, I know how come we stay in relationships where people don't value us, but, I mean, you're like a total package, and I'm sure what you had, you shared in a way that you could. So how is it that you, someone that looks like you, sounds like you, have your experiences, can align yourself with women like that? I'm always curious why the good guys like the bad girls. <laughs> well, she she was actually a, a good girl. She was really a good girl, but she was influenced by her mother. And her mother's own insecurities is what pushed her away from me because her mother never really had a good, stable man in her life. So because her mother had to take care of everything, she wanted the best for her daughter. And at the time, I wasn't considered the best because I had no college background and, you know, I hadn't I, I didn't have any kind of money in the bank, but I was just a decent guy. And, I, you know, I loved the girl. I, I loved her so much that I allowed her to send me back to school to become an electrician. So it was her mother's insecurities that was pushed off on her daughter that made my relationship with her rocky. Oh, wow. So how's that? Did she find out about the play, and what were her feelings when she found out that you had become this, uh, I mean, really awesome package of a guy? Well, fortunately, we, 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 we stayed in each other's lives, even till now, because we have a son. We got a beautiful son out of the deal, so it wasn't in vain. Um, okay. So she, she, she comes out, she helps the show, and, and, and thank God uh, this is in Memphis, so she can't hear this radio uh, uh, interview <laughs> because she's back here in Delaware, so I'm going to let her rip. We're going to just talk about whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny that you say that. We are headquartered here, but we are heard around the world, but that's okay. Oh, See, you know what? Let's, let's talk about my next project. I know, right? Let's, but you know what? <laughs> you have been called so many times, and I want to know how you feel about this because I get that Oprah thing all the time from, I mean, even my TV show, I'm always called the next Oprah or baby Oprah or Memphis Oprah or whatever, and I'm like, that's cool as long as you guys aren't talking about Oprah in the color purple because I think, no, 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 no. So, <laughs> and this is vanity talking. So how do you feel about being compared to the awesome Tyler Perry? Uh, I mean, that is the highest compliment one could ever receive because, you know, we all know that Tyler Perry paved the way for myself and many other uh, writers, you know. So to be compared to the great, it, it's, I have to take my hand off. I have to take my hat off. But Tyler Perry, you know, he, he's not going anywhere. He's a force to be reckoned with. But I'm just mm-hmm. following the same path. And, and I, I give him credit because when I first got started, when I first decided to write, the, write a play, I had no experience. So I went and purchased these that was on the shelf of Walmart. And I just sat and watched them over and over and over again, studying how many songs he had to play, how long the songs were, how long before the scenes changed. Because, again, I didn't go to school for this. So to be, so to be compared to him, and he's the one I studied, it lets me know that I'm, I'm, I'm on the right path. You are doing something right. And, you know, sometimes we don't always know why other than it's the crap. I think if you're comparing me to 
her craft, the way, you know, that I'm professional. I do things with excellence. My guests are awesome. I look pretty good, you know, when I'm at my best like she does. So <laughs> I, I really do get it. But, again, if you keep calling me the next Oprah, you keep branding her and not branding me. That's my only <laughs> point when people are saying that. Can you say Loretta, you know, can you keep that name out? Because I, I – I want to meet her one day. She's, like, on my bucket list to meet and talk to. So I, I do appreciate that comment. So what I want to do, because i got to take a call or two. Do you mind? Because otherwise this I won't get my celebrities in because people are calling in like crazy. <laughs> are you okay with talking to a, a caller now? And we can – whoever this first person is, they, have, they were our first caller. So I'm going to give them a pair of tickets, and they have to continue to listen to the show or at least this number keep, needs to keep popping up until 2 o'clock, and then that way they are qualified to win the tickets. So I'm going to go to it's area code 9 of 1, of course, and then the the prefix, and I won't say the entire number, but the prefix is 546. So if you're 901, and a lot of you are, 546, we're coming to you to make a comment or ask a question, and then you'll win two tickets to see the play. And it is for the Saturday matinee. Hi, caller. Welcome into Loretta McNary Live. I think I just need you some tickets to a play. I'm just trying to listen to some, but I think I just wanted some tickets to a play. <laughs> hey, you're on. You're on live. We can hear you, and you did just win tickets. Who am I speaking with? Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Are you there? Hello. Hello, caller. Are you? The, oh, you have won tickets. But did you have a com? I need you to make a comment to our playwright, Mr. Priest Tight Air. Hello. Okay, I'm gonna. You're gonna disqualify yourself. You have to listen to your phone, or I don't know how. You, are you there? Because we're wasting time. <laughs> okay, uh, Priest. We're gonna move on. Okay. We're okay. gonna uh, put that call on mute and come back when they are not so excited about winning. <laughs> okay, we're going to is nine oh one six hundred. And let's see who this caller is. Hi caller, welcome Hi. to Loretta McNary Live. You're on with Priest Ty Air and Loretta McNary. Hi, Miss McNary. I didn't have a question. I was just listening, enjoying. Oh, okay. Can you say your name? Yukita Manuel. Nikita. Okay, so are you enjoying what you're hearing so far? Yes, I am. I'm taking it all in. I'm at the library taking notes and taking it all in. Okay, <laughs> okay. awesome. Well, I'm going to get Priest just to say something to you so you can say, oh, my goodness, he said something to me. And if you keep listening <laughs> the entire program, you may win tickets because if somebody won and they're not listening the entire program, then it defaults okay. to the next person. Okay, yes, I want ma'am. Priest to say something to you. Good afternoon. How are you? What's your name again? Yukita Manuel. Yukita. Let me ask you this. Have you heard about the show other than today, what you're hearing right now? No, sir, I haven't, but I've been Good. Googling it. You've been Googling it. Wow. So, so you heard yes, just a little bit right now, and you Googled it. Yes. Okay. Well, does it sound interesting enough for you to come, even if you don't win the ticket? Yes, it does. Okay. I well, will do make me sure a favor. to fit that into my budget. <laughs> well, do, do me a favor. When you come, when you come to the show after after every show we have, I always come out. You're not going to be able to miss me. I'm typically the tallest person in the cast. So when I come out, yes, I want you to find me and tell me exactly what you thought about the play. 
Yes, sir, I will do that. Can you promise me that? I'm, I'm going to wait I for you. I'm, 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 I'm going to write your name down, and when you come, then then my day will be complete once you say, hey, I'm there. I'm, I'm, I will do that. I promise. All right. You I do that, and you. I Thanks will for... take a picture of you with him. I'll get my photographer to take a photo with you. Let me know via Facebook inbox or something. Tell me if you're going to come to the Saturday matinee or at 8 o'clock or the Sunday matinee or 8 o'clock, and I'll make sure I have a photographer there to get your photo with him. How about that? Okay. All right. You're awesome. Uh, Keep listening, okay, because we have some other people calling in, and he's going to talk more about the play. All right. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Uh-huh. All right. Sorry, you have so many people calling into this show that I don't know what's going to happen to the phone line. Anyway, we're going to keep Okay, so tell me about, um, I know in 2007, was that the first year of the play? Well, that was my. That was when I first got started doing plays. That wasn't this Start particular writing play. It. Yes. Okay. So how many yeah, have so you done so far? Uh, this is my seventh play. Wow. You are the next Kyla Perry. <laughs> I just love my life. I have so much fun. Okay, so um, so this play, everybody, is at the Cannon Center, and you can Google him. Let me um, – what I'll do you, – when you go to my Facebook page, you will see his handsome picture, and you can also go to his website. Tell them the website address so they can go there and get more information because we won't be able to reveal everything on the show today. So yes, what's my, website? My, my website is priest, just like it sounds, P-R-I-E-S-T, and then Tyre, T-Y-A-I-R-E. So Ty, T-Y, and the air you breathe with the letter E on the end. So priesttyre.com is my personal website, and it will show you a little bit of what, I've, what I've done in the past. And my company website is mrsindependentsaplay.com. So e- either one will direct you to the other one. Okay, awesome stuff. So, okay, we know some of the cast, and I have seen them in other plays as well. I'm always curious, how do you get someone to, like a Robin Givens, a Dottie Peoples, I love, love, love her, and Christopher Williams, Tony Grant, Trisha Man Grant, and not to mention everybody else who's in the play. So how do you pitch, you know, where you have done seven plays, and that's huge, and you've done them in a big way, but how do you convince Robin Givens and Donnie Peoples and all these other amazing celebrities to be in your play? Well, it, it's a process, just like everything else in life. It it, it, def, it definitely doesn't happen overnight. And I look at, even though I've been doing plays for seven years, this is my first national tour. So it took seven years of of a scrimmage. You know, like in football, you have a scrimmage. You, have, you get ready for the, the, the big game. And so I had seven years to practice to get to this level. So once I hit my seventh-year mark, I got a call from a national promoter who had heard about me and heard about my shows. And he said, you know, I'm going I'm to I'm put you up in Philly, and if you do well in Philly, uh, we're going to take you across the country. And in Philly, we had over 8,000 people see the show. So in order to get that kind of turnout, we had to put some recognizable names. So it's really my connection that I had with him and then the connection that he had with the headliners. So he was like that middle person, that buffer, who was able to bring Robin Givens to a play that I wrote. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. And so I do have a link to the, like, 
trailer of it, so I will be putting that out after our interview. Because, like I said, this will be the end of our connection. I'm go- I am now a fan of yours, so I'll be doing whatever I can to help fill those seats. And... Okay, so I was talking about in 2007 when you first began to write the play, and so I heard that this show was actually birthed out of a personal painful experience for you, and we kind of talked about that. But I wanted to know more because I read where your mom had cancer, and you can kind of tell us as much about that part of if you want, because I know she was like your influence. Yes. Um, I, well, it, it actually started when I was 14. My mother took me to see my first stage play, and I, and I really didn't want to go because I didn't think there was anything masculine about boys going to see plays with their mom. But she, she made me go, and at that time she was planting the seed. So in 2006 she was diagnosed with cancer, and I said, I'm going to write a play about your life. And I had no experience, and that's when I went and purchased all the DVDs of Tyler Perry just so I can kind of learn how to do it. I never looked at it as a business venture. It was just something to, to pay, pay, pay tribute to my mother because I know she was, you know, unfortunately was going to be called home to be with the Lord soon. So I wrote the play, and unfortunately she passed two weeks before the show. But we put the show on, and we sold out both times. So I said, you know, I'm going to try this again. And we sold out again. And, and the name of that play was Tears of a Teenage Mother, and it was just a tribute to her because she had two children by the age of 15. So I didn't realize that her life had to end in order for mine to begin because I went to school to be an electrician, and I've done that for so many years. But God just said, okay, he's getting ready to be a shift in your life. And that's when I wrote Tears of a Teenage Mother. And I continue to write Teenage Mother, The Wrong Shade of Black, Torn Between Two Fathers, uh, Why Men Cheat, Why Women Cheat. And I just, I just continue writing until... I hit my seventh year anniversary and my seventh play, and we all know that the number seven is the number of completion, and that's when I got that call that took us out on a on a national tour. So, this is nothing nothing but God. And I think a lot of a lot of things, a lot of times, people compare me to Tyler Perry, not just because we're in the same business, but he's been through a lot to get to where he is, and I've been through a lot, and we always perfect, we always go back to God. If it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be where I am, and if it wasn't for God, Tyler wouldn't be where he is. So I, I think you can see a lot of similarities in our writing because, you know, you, you're going to laugh, you're going to cry, you're going to hug your significant other or whoever you're in the play with, and please bring plenty of tissues because it is a tear-jerking <laughs> play. I promise you. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That is so awesome. Okay, so I wanted to ask you this because, I like it, you know, I don't know how cool that is for a guy to go to see a play with his mom. So what what are some of the takeaways that men can take away from this? Because we hear a lot of that, that women generally make more money. And it depends on who's doing the stats. You can make stats. First of all, I'm do my disclaimer on stats. I don't, I'm not a champion of them because I know you can get them to say whatever you want them to say. But when most people will say a lot of women make more money than a lot of men. So when you're in relationship, what are some of the takeaways that can help them to, you know, save their relationship or for it to be healthy even when that happens? Well, from the man's perspective, if you're in a relationship and your woman makes more than you, it, now this, this doesn't go across the board. This just worked for me. Right. I allowed what my mother-in-law, and she, we weren't married, but I always consider her my mother-in-law, I allowed what her thoughts of me, they allowed me to go back to school. So that was my influence. So, you know, sometimes you, a, a kid could, could, do, could work so hard to prove a person wrong as opposed to making them proud. The fuel, 
that I put inside of me to prove her wrong, that I was more than a nobody and I was worthy of being with her daughter. So I allowed that to push me to go back to school and become the provider. And a lot of times we get complacent in saying, okay, well, you know what, the woman makes more money than me or she could could take care of me. And that has happened so many times. And even in my own family, I've dealt with situations where the man was just content. But I think the man is going to always, no matter how long we take, no matter it could be 2024, the man is going to always be looked. He's going to always be looked at as a provider. But it's hard to be considered the provider if you're not providing. And women aren't stay-at-home moms anymore. So it's we're experiencing we're we're getting caught in the middle of a shift where women they're having babies and they're bouncing right back and they're going back to work and they're building businesses and they're building corporations. And if we don't continue, it, we as men don't continue to make that shift, then it's going to be very hard to to take these independent women and say, you need me just as much as I need you. As far as a woman's concerned, you can't tear your man down because, again, with that shift, women are definitely making more money than men, and opportunities are being presented to women that are not being presented to men. So you have to always encourage it and uplift your man no matter what he's doing. Now, if you got a lazy man and you got a man that's not working, then that's different because there's no money that can mend an unequally yoked relationship. So it's it's really a lot of intricate parts that you see and that you'll be able to grab from the play that you'll forget that it's a play because, again, it's more than just – and my, my mantra is it's more than just entertainment, but it's an experience. And that's something that God laid on my heart. And, and even with this writing, you know, I, I don't take credit for any of the writings that I've put out for these seven years. It's it's I've never experienced writer's block. I've never sat and wondered what I'm going to write about. It's when he gives me an idea, it typically takes – three weeks for me to write a play and get it all together. So I know that's nothing but the grace of God. And, and the minute that I recognized that he gave me a gift is when my life changed. Oh, my goodness. I could go on so many. Oh my, it's, wow, you just said a whole lot of stuff, and it just led me to a whole lot more questions. You're definitely <laughs> going to have to come back on the show when you're not in play right season because just relationships in general need to talk about them, and I want people to understand that, you know, they always people always just want to see the glamour side. They don't want to know about the struggle and how much stuff you lost to, to fulfill your dreams and to see them come true. But we do have one of your cast members that that's calling in. I want to go straight to the phone lines. Everybody that's holding, um, you will get a chance to say something. Just keep holding and, you know, get your thoughts together while you're holding and listen. And we're going to take our next person. I think it's one of your cast members. So let me go to the phone. Hi, welcome into Loretta McNary Live. God bless you. God bless you too. Can you hear me? This is Dottie Peoples. I know who you. Do you remember me from the red carpet? I'm always like, when are you going to come to Memphis? When are you going to come to Memphis? (laughs) That's right. God bless you. How you doing? I'm so awesome now that you're on the phone. And remember, my mom's name is Dorothy. Yes. She won't let us call her Dottie, and I think that's so cute. But she will not let us. It's either Dottie or Dot, one or the other. Mm-hmm. Now, she has, she said she has been called Dot when she was in school. I'm right. Everybody, I'm pretending that, you know, everybody does know who she is. Dotted people, they're amazing, talented, gifted, award-winning gospel recording artist. Beautiful inside and out. That's who I'm talking to right now. So, Daddy, we know you're known for being a gospel legend, but can you tell us the character that you play in Miss Independent? I mean, you're just a triple threat now. Wow. Priest, he made me the, ooh, I can't tell you. You got to come see. But I am Miss Victoria. (laughs) I'm Victoria. I'm the mother. 
to Kalina, which is uh, Robin Given. Um, I'm just uh, I'm just a little bad girl for a minute, but God God takes care of me and makes me good in the end. But uh, I ju- I'm just determined to get her away from her husband because he's, mm-hmm. he's not good enough for my daughter. Mm-hmm. I'm bad, he girl. Is not good enough. He is not good enough. Okay. Yeah, I like that. He got enough okay. money, girl. He ain't got enough money. <laughs> he ain't got enough money. I'm a rich woman. I I want my daughter with a rich man. Mm, so to you, they're unequally yoked, right? Oh yes, oh yes. Wow. I, okay, I'm not so too one. I'm not too nice to him. I'm not too nice. You're not. Well, you know what? I'm sure that is so lifelike that so many people will relate to the honesty in that role that you're having to play, even though it's nothing like you, but. Those so glad you, you said that. I'm so glad you said that. Yeah, it's not like you because, you know, we know who you are. But to be that kind of actress where you can pull that off, that makes it phenomenal. Because, you know, when you can play somebody that you're not, whether you're bad and you have to play good or you're good and you have to play bad, that just stretches you as an actress. And ooh, more people will be knocking on your door, Miss Actress. Well, thanks to <laughs> Priest. He's making me a bad girl, and he's he watches me too to make sure I do it right. <laughs> but I'm really enjoying the play, and I'm telling you, people have been blessed. I had a lady come to me just in total tears uh, because she had lost connection with her daughter, and she said that the play just really touched her, and I prayed with her out in the lobby. And I shared it with Priest and with Robin, how people's lives are being, you know, changed and touched at the same time. And um, uh, people leave there crying. Uh, It's a message. He has really uh, written this play. Uh, I had a gentleman that came from a corporation that I've been talking to for an endorsement, and he's... uh, he, he, the only thing he said he found, he said, it needs to be more white people there. I was the only white man sitting in the audience. He said, but it was well written. So he really he really complimented Priest on how well the play was written. And people will really, really enjoy this play. So, And you know Memphis is my town. Yes, ma'am. So I'm looking for I'm looking for everybody. I mean, church folk, everybody. I'm looking for everybody to come out and see Mrs. Independent. You're, you will never, ever be the same once you come and see this play. Awesome. I love it because tears are cleansing. So I want to ask you this. Um, you know the play addresses the need to fix broken marriages and relationships. So was your saying yes, other than it's a great opportunity? We know Priest is an awesome writer. You know, so did you think this is important for our community to really see this and feel this and experience this to help change us? Well, you know, um, I've done, I think, five, maybe six stage plays, and all of them have been for Marvelous Entertainment. And Marvin Webster, when he called me, he knows me. I don't do any plays unless I really feel that they're A-OK for my Mm -hmm. church folk. I don't do plays where they curse, a lot of cursing and all that. Don't even call me for that. But but when he sent me the script and they sent me a video, I saw the message and I saw where the, the writer was, was saying to the people, 
You know, we all go through this, but in the end, you need Jesus. You need God in your marriage. You need people. A lot of people don't realize I got a couple that's, that I'm talking to now, believe it or not, and they're separated but not divorced. I, the first thing I said was, D- does he go to church with you? No. Okay, then first of all, God is not in your relationship. So people are going to come out here and see that in the end, you need to put God in first, God first in your life and in your marriage, and you, you'll you see that it will work. But if it, God is not in it, it's not going to work. But I was just honored to be asked, and I'm enjoying being a part of the cast, wonderful cast, uh, wonderful storyline, and you're going to get a message because I got the message. That's why I'm doing it. Awesome. I'm probably going to take a call after I talk to you a little more, but I do have a question because I know things roll so fast in radio, but I do want to make sure that we get um, some information about you as an artist. So do you have any current or upcoming projects that we need to be aware of? Well, that we can... well my latest project, of course, is I Got This. I know you didn't mm-hmm. heard that because they played it really, really well in Memphis. And um, our new single is Everything Must Change because I sung jazz when I was younger, and I loved George Benson. And this particular song, I told the musicians I wanted to do it, and they thought I was kind of crazy because that's not Dottie. But but um, when they really heard me sing it, they were like, oh, that's sweet. We like that. But I felt this song had a message because of what's going on in the world today with the economy, people losing their jobs. Like you say, marriage is being broken because of people not having the finances they're used to. Uh, the weather, uh, so much is going on with the weather now. We got our Ebola, all this stuff is going on. And God is telling us time is winding up, and it's time for us to make a change spiritually in our lives. And I felt that this song was a song that was going to really minister uh, to the body of Christ and let them know, check yourself, do your checklist, get your house in order, and because time is winding up. And you're going to love it. It's sweet. Okay. You'll love it. As the musicians it's say, sweet. it's sweet. <laughs> I do want um, Priest to say something to you because I know you guys have been doing this play and I just can't imagine being on stage with you at the same time. I've been on the red carpet with you many times, but to be on stage and for you to be a part of his dream come true, I just wanted Priest to say something um, to that. Don't you say nothing bad, Priest. (laughs) (laughs) Funny. Priest, are you there? Okay, I think what has happened, you guys are, like, wrecking my my calling system here. He's going to probably have to call back in. I'm not sure what okay. happened. Okay, um, well, well, I have enjoyed being with you today, and I look forward to seeing you and seeing everyone for Mrs. Independent. For Mrs. Independent. Okay, thank you, Ms. Donna. People, I know you got to go, but I will see you Saturday or Sunday of next week. Okay. God bless and you. Look forward to seeing you. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. God bless. Love you. Love you too, uh-huh. honey. Bye bye. Okay. Bye bye. Oh my goodness, that just made my day. Just having you know priest on talk about Miss Independent. Everybody, for those who just tuned in, um, and you haven't seen the social media campaign that I had about this play that's coming to Memphis November eighth and ninth. Priest 
Altair, he is an amazing playwright. He's often, often, often compared to Tyler Perry, you know, when it relates to his excellence and his messages through his plays. And he's put together this play, let me tell you, Miss Independent, and it's based on a true life story, and it takes you on a yet thought-provoking journey to explore the question, can a, woman, can a woman still love and honor her husband if she makes more money than he does? And that's a question I, I'm so curious to know because I haven't had that in any relationship. The guys have always made more money than I have. But would I date someone seriously that made less money than me. And I have thought about that question. I haven't had to answer it yet because I haven't. Most guys, you know, do pretty well, or at least they lead you to believe in that they do. And plus I've been so busy I haven't had a chance. But that's a good question, ladies. I want to uh I want you to answer that. Let me see if this is um priest calling back in and then uh I see you calling I see you callers and we will be giving away another pair of tickets because I'm giving them away every fifteen minutes so it is time to give away another set. So um, I will be coming to you, so stay where you are, but we're going to go to this phone line. I think it's one of the cast members. Okay, let's see. I'm telling you, there's so many calls on this trunk that it does not want to cooperate. Okay, um, Priest, I need you to call back in. I'm trying to clear out the call so that I can get you, so just... Um, hang in there with me. I'm coming back to you once I see your number pop up again. Are you there? Yes. Can you hear me? I can now. Sorry about that. I don't know what happened, but, you know. Yeah, I can hear you the whole time. You can hear me, but I could not hear hear you. Okay, so I just wanted you to say something to Miss Dottie, and she's like, be kind. So if <laughs> yeah. you have any she's, she's probably still listening, but she had to go. <laughs> <laughs> Ms. Dottie is, is is a sweet person on and off stage and, and the hardest part was trying to get Miss Dottie to play a villain because she is so far from a villain that mm-hmm. it you know, it it took it took serious acting to get her to play that part because she's she's ultimately a nice person. When I first met her she she brought me to her house and she got food <laughs> and we sit and we talked. I mean you'd have thought we grew up together. Or, you know, I look I look at her as as as, as she tells me to call her Aunt Dottie, but it was hard because she's Dottie Peoples. You know, so I yeah. you know, I didn't know what to say, how to say it, you know, I I took my shoes off and I was sitting there. She was like, "Just make yourself at home." So I didn't know whether to lay across the couch or sit there Indian style. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know. But she, she's such a pleasure to work with, and you know, she brings that gospel feel to my show. So she's playing. She's definitely playing the villain, the villain in the show because she's playing my significant other's mother. But like she mm-hmm. said, it, at the end, it, it, it all comes together. She's pushed her insecurities off on Robin Givens, which makes her in turn fall for another man, and that's Christopher Williams, because Christopher Williams is a man who has the money, he has the looks, he has the charm and personality, but he doesn't have substance, he doesn't have God in his life, and that's the part that we leave out, because we, we, you know, even in the show, we said, I can count on one hand how many times we actually went to church together, and we have a library full of books on law and theory, but the most important book of all is missing, and that's the Bible, so you notice the shift in the room on and off the stage when God, you know, God is speaking through me. And not even speaking through Trey, who's my character, but he's speaking through Priest because a lot of times I go off script and I just let the Lord use me. And and that's that's what happens right. night in and night out, not out. So it, it's a wonderful production, and 
And once you talk, are we waiting for Tony and Trisha Grant? I think they're on. I'm going to go to the phone lines now. It's hard to determine because, you know, my uh, producers tell me, I think this is them at this area code because we have so many <laughs> people hear this show all over the place. We are in the top 1% of Blog Talk Radio over, oh, my goodness, how many radio shows are there? But anyway, I'm in the top 1% out of, like, thousands and thousands and thousands. <laughs> so I get people all over the world that listen to the show. No no honor and no bragging on me. It's all because God is so good to me. So I'm going to go and try to see if this is them. Hi, welcome into Loretta McNary Live. Well, hello. We are so great. Yeah. and we're so happy to be with you today. <laughs> How you doing? You guys get an award for that. Nobody has ever come on in my two years of doing the show on here like that. I almost want to do over. Can we do that over? Oh, oh, they, oh you, you, you didn't even have to ask them. They were going to do it three more times three or four more times until the interview was out. <laughs> That's right. Yes, we are on the Blog Talk Radio Show because we are the Grants. All right. <laughs> Okay, let me. I'm, I'm awesome. How are you all doing? We are wonderful. Absolutely fantastic. Yes. Okay, I know you guys have got this twin thing going almost, so I need to kind of dial it down just an inch because otherwise, if I doubt, you know how I am. I'm like ah! all the time, so I'm trying to calm down. <laughs> I'm telling you, just talking to priests. I'm trying to be so cute and formal, but you know oh. I can get loud sometimes, but, you know, I know it's all good. And to have you guys now, this is so bananas, so bananas. I can just, I can go home now. My day is so complete. Girl, go home, put your feet up, relax, watch some TV. you are going to be That's all right. right. After you talk to us, of course, after that. Oh, Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, let's calm down. We're we're just, you know, we're folk now. We're kinfolk now. So, But for those who are listening to us have this awesome turnt fun, I want you to just slowly tell everybody who you are and what you're doing. Okay. Well, I am Trisha Mann Grant. And I am Tony Grant, yeah. And I play the part <laughs> of Paige in Mrs. Independent. And I play the part of the pastor and the doctor. I make more money than anybody. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. He's, he's the worst man in the show. Yeah. In the show. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. See, I, I did not see any of this coming. I promise you. Okay, so if he's the next Tyler Perry, you guys are definitely, if you're not up there equally, the you know, the Browns. I'm telling you. Tony, I have watched you in so many plays, and Trish, you know you got a good man, right? And oh, Trish, I'm telling you, when I'm watching him and admiring him, the guys are like, but look at Trish. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, wow. so they're, the, they're like the first family. You all are like the first family. Beautiful, talented, humble. Oh, so amazing. I want to be like you guys when I grow up, okay? Oh. So. <laughs> Girl, will you come hang out with us? You know, we show you the road. It would be too much. It would be too much. <laughs> I'm like, Lord. It is. I we show you the road. I'm ready to roll for this. Y'all ready to roll, see? I'm trying to get a priest to give me a walk-on roll. 
Oh, we got you. We got you, right, Priest? It's a done deal. In fact, Dr. Clayton needs a significant other anyway. Hey, hey, put her in the office with me so I can crack some more jokes. Okay, you know what? I got some questions to ask you. Quit playing. Quit playing. Okay. (laughs) I did not see that coming. Priest, you know, a little warning would have been sufficient, okay? I thought we had it going on, you and I, Priest. I did. There's a disconnect somewhere. There's a disconnect. But anyway, I can only imagine, you know what I'm going to do? I got free tickets to the play, but I'm going to pay for my tickets to come see it again. So that's how much I'm going to support you guys. And I'm bringing people with me, paying people. Okay. And I I guarantee you, when you come back the second time, it'll be different from the first time. And if it wasn't, I would be disappointed. It better not be the same, because I know you no, guys no. have so much free reign. Yeah. You, we love the fact that Priest does, he does give us free range, but we also keep it in perspective of getting the message yeah. across. You know, there's one particular scene we'll talk about later, because I don't want to give it away. But but Priest <laughs> just, I know he shakes his head on the side uh, at us, because he does let us just go wild, but... <laughs> we pull it back in. We know how to. We know how to pull it back in. But it's such a fun show, and it's like being on a roller coaster ride because it's emotional, and then it's funny, and and then there's so much, uh, so much spiritual uh, messages going. So many spiritual messages that you just you love it. You know, we love doing the show, so we know the people out there love coming to it. And after each show, women especially walk up to us and they say, thank you, you know, I just saw myself on that stage. And I'm going to go home, I'm going to treat my husband better, and I'm going to talk to him better because I just saw myself and I don't like what I saw. Or mm-hmm. some people say, I love what I saw. Thank you. My woman needs to yeah. see that. Except for that, 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 those two that go out, you know, I'm going to scrape, stab him when I get home. <laughs> uh, he took my money. <laughs> yeah, they're either gonna go home and just say, you know, honey, I love you. I've I've been horrible, or they're gonna say, dude, give me my money back. So right, my money one back. of the two things gonna happen. Right. We're hoping that they'll go home and it's a great relationship. Trisha, from mm-hmm. a woman's perspective, really. So, do you think a woman should still listen to her husband if she makes more money than him? I mean, because you know we're gonna find her. I and I had already said I haven't been in that. I haven't been in that kind of relationship, and I don't know if you know. I'm really looking at myself now. I'm trying to decide: have I been that superficial, or has it not just happened? Just because it hasn't. So how do you mm. feel about your, your personal standpoint? Uh, I come from a biblical standpoint, and the man is the head of the household biblically. Uh, and if you if you married him, hopefully you married a good man. So if you married mm-hmm. a good man, then yes, yes, you should definitely respect him, honor him. I don't care how much money he makes. And if he's going through a hardship and, say, laid off or a transition, don't tear him down. You know, I've said it before, uh, if you if you break a man down, then all you're going to have left are broken pieces of a man. Ooh. So if you want a whole man, you encourage him. You lift him up. You build him up. You work with him. Because when things go bad for you, what do you expect him to do? You expect him to work with you and encourage you, not tear you down, right? So it's a two-way street. And the word says that we're supposed to love one another. You know, and and treat each other the right way, so that also goes to your spouse. 
it just doesn't mean just treat your neighbor right. You gotta love the person you're living with Ooh, and treat them right. <laughs> Woo, you spoke a word, girl. She said it's not just for your neighbor. Wow, and I'm I don't want to rush this thing, but you. Time always just goes, I tell you. So I want to ask Tony, one of the things you're known for, of course, and I said I've seen you in other plays and stuff, and you're just phenomenal in everything, but you are known a lot now for your role in Tyler Perry's Love Thy Neighbor. What has it been like working on this show as compared to working um, in your stage play? Well, you know, to be honest with you, it's been such a blessing because the transition has been so easy because, Somehow I gained the trust of Mr. Perry, so he kind of lets us go even in, on that set. Uh, mm-hmm. and, it's, and it's almost like doing a play. You know, we don't have a live audience except for the camera crew and the makeup artist, and they laugh at everything we do. So um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's really, it really hasn't been that hard of a transition. It's, uh, the difference is, um, you know, two different dynamics. It's still a message on both, but the two different dynamics one is, of course, in that front of that live audience, and when God shows up in front of that live audience, it is just absolutely phenomenal. Um, yeah. You know, with television show, there's so many great messages, and it reaches a, it reaches a whole different perspective or a broad perspective as far as the people and they're able to being able to relate to it. We, you can get that television show and film it and watch it over and over and over and over and over again, whereas you get this live audience, you only get to see it one time. Uh, let me ask you this question, and from a male's perspective, and, and you too, Priest, because I was going to ask you that too. So, you know, we're talking about the woman making more money than the man and not treating him, you know, bad because of that. So do you think men should not – I don't want it to sound so superficial, but I need to ask this question. So that if a man sees a woman and he knows that she's, quote, unquote, Miss Independent. She's making more money than him. She probably has all this other stuff. But he's really attracted to her genuinely. Should he not say anything to her and go get his dollars together, or should he go ahead and say something to her? No, he should go ahead and say something to her because uh, marriage or relationships, if it's based on finances, then you have a business relationship. If it's based on love, then you have a spiritual relationship, and that's what it's about. Mm is having a spiritual connection between a man and a woman. I mean, we all can have physical connections. That's how that's what got us all in trouble at some point. Amen. Uh, but Amen. That, <laughs> it's that spiritual connection and, and that you see your future with someone or you see love. And, you know, if we're going to have a financial connection, let's call it what it is. It's a business relationship. And if I got to get my money right in order to have an opportunity with you, then you ain't the one for me, and I need to keep the moving. Mm-hmm. And vice versa, even if a woman, I mean, back in our parents' generation, let's look at it for, for what it is. In our parents' generation, they were taught, hey, get you a man that can take care of you. Get you a man with the money that can take care of you. But what happened to that? Let's get, let's hook up with somebody where we can take care of each other because there's more to it than finances. I've met so many different people. They split. It ain't had nothing to do with their money, and they both had money. Mm-hmm. There was no foundation, and that foundation has to be love. If it's finances, then you don't have a relationship. You have a business venture. <laughs> so I, I think, I've never heard it said that way, but I love that. It makes total sense. Yes. It, I, I, I look at it this way. I don't think that a man should listen to his woman. I don't think that a woman should listen to a man. They need to listen to each other, period. Ooh. It's not one-sided. It works both ways. 
And if you make more money, if my wife make more money than me, then which which she does, because <laughs> she gets her check and mine too. So I'm okay with that. As long as she is filling my my head and my spirit with wisdom and knowledge and love, I'm good. Make the money, babe. Go get that money. Go get that money, Go get that money. Go get that money. Go get that money. <laughs> so I don't have a problem. Well, Trisha, let me get your your opinion on that from a woman's perspective. Do you think would you rather he just you know, wait until he got himself together financially, or should he come step to you? Okay. All right. Can, can I be honest? Uh, when Tony and I first got together, he didn't have a thing. He had it, it all went because he was going through divorce, and he gave everything to his ex-wife. So when we connected, he had nothing. And I didn't tell my friends because I knew they would clown me. But I loved mm-hmm. him anyway. And mm-hmm. I helped him. I gave him money. I took him in. I let him drive my car. But I also knew that he was a good man that had potential, and he was trying to do something. He wasn't sitting around talking about, yo, yo, you got another $100 bill you can give me? No, it wasn't like that. He <laughs> actually was hustling, and things were slowly happening for him. And I just believed that God was going to bless him because I already knew he was a man of God, and he was a man of integrity. And I saw him and his spirit in his heart before anything he could offer me. I didn't even know about him being an as yet. I didn't know all about him singing and all that stuff until we start working on a play together. That stuff didn't matter to me. I wasn't a groupie. I didn't care. I just loved this man because he was an amazing man. Amen. So, so, so. Oh, if, women can, if women can learn <sighs> to look at the heart and the spirit and the yes. potential and and the godliness of the man, there are so many wonderful men out there. They're just not being seen. They're being overlooked, and they have so much to offer. But if you're focusing on the money, then, baby love, that's all the women are going to get is just some gifts and some money, and they may have a man out there cheating his behind off or a man out there gambling or doing things that are going to destroy the relationship, but they're so focused on, ooh, what can I get? You know, it's it's like we've really got to put things in perspective, spiritually, mentally. Uh, Like Tony said, base it on love. And don't start just having sex because if you're basing it on the physical, then that's all it's going to be. It's going to be be a physical relationship with no substance and and, and no, what did you say before, baby? Foundation. I like that word. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, that's just the honest to God truth. So, that's how I feel about it because that was my experience with Mr. Grant. <laughs> I mean, you guys need to come and teach a class. Okay, priest. <laughs> yes, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> we haven't forgotten about you, darling. I want to get oh, your, no. your feedback on that question. How did, did you feel like you should have waited to talk to some, you know, your in your personal relationship? Well, well would it have been better I, had you waited? No, because if if we waited, then I wouldn't be in this position that I'm in now, and I wouldn't have been able to write this wonderful stage play, Mrs. Independent. So everything happened during the season that was supposed to happen. I was supposed to go through what I went through with her. Her mother was supposed to talk me down. She was supposed to belittle me. Everything that took place was supposed to take place because God knew that he was going to put it in my spirit to go across the country and tell the story about it. So when I look at the things, I don't look at anything as being in vain. And when I look at the grants, I don't. I, I know that I've never met another couple that is spiritually grounded as the Grants. And Tony is an awesome guy. 
uh, Trish is an awesome woman, but when they get together, the energy is just phenomenal. And I've had an opportunity to do many interviews with them, and it doesn't – I like to take a, take a step back because Mrs. Independent is about, it's about a woman who doesn't need a man. But Trisha always stands tall and says, I need my man. So when you hear me being silent, it's not that I'm lost for words. But I'm in class as well because I'm a single man. And when I, when I find my mate, I want her to be just like Trisha. And I want to be just like Amen, Paul. amen, brother. <laughs> amen, amen, brother. I was like, no, I was like, Lord, you know, you kind of want to believe everything they're saying. But, I mean, they're both eye candy. So I'm like, you know, for you, you can say that. You can pick and choose. I know people are going to say that. But you got to listen to their stories. It is crazy. People are texting me, and you keep hearing all this stuff. I'm like, why in the world are you guys texting me? This is so crazy. And now they're all on Facebook and Twitter. So you are truly blessing me right now. This is what they're saying to them. And, I mean, I'm not that talented where I can do social media and hold a conversation because I'm going to miss something. So, But I just want you to know, people are, we're like, Huge. People are tweeting and Facebooking, talking about you guys, because not only are we talking about the play, Miss Independent, let's not get it twisted while we're here, but I definitely would love to have this kind of conversation on another show where we can help people with their relationships. So, people, Memphis, Tennessee, and if they have not been to your city, then I trust that you will call somebody to get them to come to your city so that you guys can be blessed and cry and laugh and bond and build better relationships because it's not just about entertainment. It is truly about a message of hope and how to love yes. the person that you are with. That's yes. right. That's right. That's right. You've you got to see you got to see what God put in them to connect you in the first place. And let, can I say this? I love working with my husband. There, We met a couple uh, at a news station, and, and one of the – the wife said, oh, my God, she works with her husband, and she was like, oh, God, like it's terrible. And I'm like, well, how can you say that? It's such a blessing to be able to work with him. And even on Love Thy Neighbor, we did, I played the crazy date on Love Thy Neighbor where he had to kick me out of the house. I was acting so nutty on that show. It was so much fun. But things like that, it's just such a blessing, and I enjoy it. So if you have an opportunity even to work with your mate, Make it a joyful opportunity. Make it joyful for the people you're working with. Tony and I never go, and Priest, I know he can vouch for this, we never go with any issues or problems or bringing drama behind the stage. We always come there with love, loving on everybody, and bringing peace to the set, you know, because we want to be an example to everyone we work with and everyone that uh, comes in contact with us. That's important. For us. So we thank you for even having us on your show. Thank you so much. No, don't even do that. I'm I'm just like can go and just cry and crawl in a corner because this is good. <laughs> I am feeling so good about just everything. I've learned a lot of stuff, but I do need to go to the phone line. So can everybody hang on? And Priest, you cannot leave until, you know, the benediction, okay? Because <laughs> you know, I know Chris may have to leave, but Priest, you cannot get off this phone yet because I promise some people they can talk. And you just got to see how crazy this phone line, these phone lines look. So let's go and take a call, okay? okay. All right, everybody say yes. Yes, <laughs> let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, here we go. We're going to go to 901 prefix 335. And we're going to say, Welcome in to Loretta McNary Live. You're on air. Hi, caller. 
Stacy, I can't say. You got to be ready, okay? Because we, I'm trying to clear out some of these lines. Okay, we're gonna go to nine zero one five zero two. Hi, caller, you're on the air. Hello, hello. Hi there. <laughs> Are you enjoying the conversation? I am enjoying the conversation. It is awesome, awesome. I'm learning so much, and I just really, really uh, like what they're doing. I've um, heard about the show. I listened to Dottie Peoples in the morning and how he got her to uh, perform in that play, and then just listening to what they're saying is just awesome. I'm just really, I've just really been blessed. Thank you. Wonderful. Yes, and I heard your testimony, and it was so touching, that testimony of when you wrote that play for your mom, uh, was Tales of a Teenage Mother? Yes. Uh-huh. And uh, I, I, I'm just, I, I haven't seen that one, and I really, I'm going to, is it on DVD? Not yet, but it will be. Okay, okay, because I'm, I'm good at supporting people and everything, and, and uh, I look forward to seeing it. Well, I appreciate that. Okay. You, you, so you're definitely going to come. Um, uh, am I going to win some tickets? Am I a winner? <laughs> <laughs> I'm listening oh, and waiting goodness. for my answer. No, that is too funny. What do you think, Bree? <laughs> I would love. What's your name? I'm Crystal Porter. Crystal Porter, I would love if I if I had any control or any power in this say so. Let's give let's give Miss Crystal some tickets. Yeah, I let's agree with tickets. you. Let's okay. let's do that. Okay, Crystal, uh, you're gonna win two tickets, but I need you to bring two paying people with you either Saturday or Sunday. Can I at least get that? Because I know you know a ton of people. I do, and in fact, I told the people in my office uh, they were listening too, and uh, so I. Um, Definitely gonna uh, push that. All right, well, you are agenda. one of our winners, so I need you to stay on the line and do not go anywhere because I got to give you some information on how to select at will call. But continue to listen, and we appreciate your support. And the tickets are for the Saturday matinee at 3 p.m. I don't want to waste a lot of time talking about that because I got to get some more info out of these guys. But just stay on the line. We're gonna go to another call, okay? Okay. Thank you. Thanks, Crystal. Thank you. Thank you, Crystal. You have not. All right, let's go here. (laughs) I don't know where to go. We've been going so much. Okay, let's see. This person has been on the call for like 45 minutes. Okay, let's see. Hi, you're on the air. This is Loretta McNary and the cast of Miss Independent. Hello. Hello. Hi, how are you? Can you hear us? Hi. Hi. You have any comments you want to make or questions you'd like to ask? I've just really enjoyed the the interaction with the uh actors and initially I had a question about maybe this was maybe male focused and from a male's perspective until I heard the young woman speak, and, and she spoke very eloquently about supporting your man because I'm in a situation, and it's kind of similar, so I don't want to tell people who I'm dating because he's not making what I'm making, and I know people would have that opinion of him, and I don't because I think he's a good man. And so I appreciate that encouragement 
Mm-hmm. And I want to say one thing to Priest. He mentioned, you know, he wasn't educated in how to do what he's doing, but he, he is educated. He's just self-educated, and he should stand on that and, and be proud of the fact that he educated himself. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Two tickets. How about that? You're gonna get two tickets to go oh. to the matinee on Saturday. Can you do that, you and your honey? How about that? That's that's an awesome birthday present for me. I appreciate that. And what's your name? What's what's your my name? name is my name is Janice, and my booth name is Tony. All right, Janice. Listen, Tony and I and Priest would love to meet you guys after the show. Okay, I'd love to give you a hug, take a picture with you. And um, I just want to encourage you to be prayerful and ask God to lead you and guide you and and fast, fast and pray. Every time I fast and pray, I kid you not, even if it's just three days, and priest just got through fasting himself, God speaks to me every single time. So there's power in prayer, okay? So just pray over your situation. Don't worry about what people say. Half the time those people they, they're in worse situations than we can even imagine. <laughs> so they couldn't give us advice if, if we paid them to. So you just focus right. on you and what God wants you to do. God's will be done in your life, okay? Thank you. You're welcome, Janice. We look forward to meeting you. Yes, ma'am. I look forward to meeting you guys, too. So excited. Okay. Be blessed. I just want to cry like right now for a couple of seconds. That was beautiful. Well, you are you going to you going to have to wait for me. Let me cry first, and then you can cry after me because we can't all be crying on this call. Hey, y'all, go ahead and cry because ain't nobody looking at you. Go on. Cry. That's right, and we got a Dallas Cowboy. We got a Dallas Cowboy crying cow for you, girl. Oh my goodness! I, I told you I'm going to be at both at least two shows, and I'm going to promote this thing so heavily. They're going to think that you know I, I invested in it, but I'm going to invest by you know bringing paying people to it because it's not so much about filling the seats as it is. It is about that for me, for you guys. Yeah. But I want people need to hear this stuff that you're saying because if they heard it, they'd be better. They would yeah. be better if they heard it. Okay. They, they definitely will. Can I can I give you a male secret real quick? I'm going to yes. give you a secret about a man. When a man loves a woman, see, he will give his life for the woman that he loves. Now, I didn't say lust or just <laughs> like. A woman that he loves, he will give his life for her. So if it works both ways, if it works both both ways, can you can you imagine what the relationship you will have? Now, watch this. When a man gives his life, that means that he will go to no end to please her. He'll go to no end to try to take care of her. He'll go to no end. He will not stop. Nothing can stop him. Come hell or high water, he will move forward and try, try, try. So it does not matter the amount of money, really. It matters the amount of energy that you possess to putting behind what you're willing to do to take care of your man and vice versa. It works the same way. When a woman, when a man knows he's got a ride or die chick, as you heard the little hip hopper say, when he know he got a ride or die chick, there's no end to what he's doing. Come on, somebody! Woo-hoo. Yes, Ooh, you have helped. You have helped. And the beauty of this show, it will be in archives so that people can hear it as many times as they need to, and they can tell people. Even though the show will have been to Memphis and other cities and gone, this is relevant, timely information so it will never get old and that's what I love about Blog Talk Radio like I'm doing a commercial for them anyway I know people gotta go Priest you can't go yet 
but uh, <laughs> tell me if, if listen to me, you can tell I'm so controlling. That's why I'm single. I'm so sorry, but I'm meaning this as a talk show host, not in a personal relationship. Although I do have issues. <laughs> so tell me oh, I don't know how much time you have because we still have callers. But I just thank you from the deepest part of my heart and my soul because you have helped me and my listeners. Oh, listen, we can stick around for a few more minutes. If anybody else calls in and wants to, you know, ask questions, we can stick around for for a few more, okay? Unless you want to get rid of us. (laughs) (laughs) You're like my BFF now. No way. No way. (laughs) you got to be at my wedding. Oh, good. good. You know what? I, I, might, I might help find help you with your man. Well, no, no. He has found a way. He'll find a way. Find a good man. Yeah, I can't help you with that. He got to find you. It's not oh, working right now. Uh, what, Somebody got to point him in the right direction. Yeah. <laughs> the that's crazy. <laughs> you want to say something? We're being silly now. Yeah, no, no. Let me, let me, let me say this real quick, just to kind of piggyback off of what Tony said. I'm a, I'm a fanatic of lions. I, I study animals, and lion is by far my favorite animal. So when I look at the way lions are selective on finding their mate, a male lion can go and find his woman, but a woman, a female lion, won't allow that male lion to mate with her unless he's a strong lion. And what defines a strong lion on is how big he is, how big his mane is, and how dark his mane is. So we have to, as human beings, we have to be more selective on who we lay down with because we're, we're not selective on who we lay down with. We're, we're populating the earth with people that are not equally yoked. So when I look at me being single, <clears throat> we all know that God took a rib out of a man to create a woman. So we all look at, you know, you have couples that go get pictures taken together and all got red sweaters on and, and white hats. But the minute you find that woman who has your rib inside of her, that's when you know you got your mate. Because I'm 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 looking for that woman who has one of my ribs because I know I got a good set of ribs. So when I find that woman who has my rib, oh, God is going to be happy. We're we going to turn this world upside down. Yes, sir. And it's funny, you know what, it's funny you say that, Priest, because when people ask me, how did I know that Trisha was the one? And my and my response is my ribs don't hurt anymore. <laughs> right. <laughs> that one that's missing, you found it. That one that was missing, I found it fit perfectly. They don't hurt no more. Oh, Amen. 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 That's that is good stuff. <laughs> I say that. Yes, she did. I said that, Mrs. Ruth. Did not say that, Mrs. Watch yourself now. <laughs> oh, I love it. I'm so in love with the possibility of love again. I'm so in love. You guys are good tellers of that stuff. I tell you. <laughs> you know what? I want to go ahead and let me say this then. If you're saying you're in love with the possibility of love, I have a record coming out in January. I'm sorry, February called Access Granted, and it is exactly that. We're bringing back love to music. I'm bringing it back. I'm expressing what's inside of me. And I wrote a song there called Angel. It's about my life. And when I say the song is phenomenal, I'm mm. not saying it because I wrote it, but it's, it is phenomenal. Yes, it is. Amen. It makes me cry every time I hear it. I and it's about love. It's a song about love. Let's bring, we need to bring romance and love back to music. That's, That's where it's, right. it's such a Music is such a powerful tool that brings, brings people together. So we're going to bring it back. That's right, because it's too much, too much so booty awesome. shaking music going on. Too much, not booty shaking, but you know everything is about TNA or everything yeah. is about having sex. It's like, 
What yeah. happened to making love? You know, what happened to true love? Well, we know. It's a lost art. It's a lost art. It's so sad because people take for granted the 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 importance of music and what how it affects us, how it affects us, and infects us. They take it for granted that that is happening through music, so they just put stuff out and they have these measures and messages going on that are really tearing relationships apart instead of building them up. So, Tony, my uh-huh. hat's off to you. I want to be at the release party. I want you to come back yes. on the show so we can really talk this thing up and pump this thing out because that is so important. That is like I a huge to. missing piece. Huge yes. missing piece is, is the music, the messaging. That's right. All right, I know I can't just talk to you guys all day. I know that. <laughs> Oh, but so it's been wonderful. Definitely not bye-bye. It is until we see each other next weekend. How about that? Yeah. I think I have one set more to go. Has okay. anybody other than nobody been keeping up? I'm going to be careful and I'll be paying for tickets. I, I think I have another caller because I think we've given out two. We gave Janice. We gave Crystal. Our first mm-hmm. caller did not operate their phone correctly, so I think, we, and I had four. Lisa, are you keeping up? You're so fired on that job title, I tell you. <laughs> he does not keep up well with tickets. I'm marking that on the, your little port report card. Hi, caller. Welcome into Loretta McNary Live. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hello, how are you? <laughs> We're great. How are you? I'm doing wonderful, Loretta. This is Debbie Taggart, and I want tickets. Yay! <laughs> She's it's celebrating. She only knows she got them yet. Claiming these tickets, but you are one of our winners. Cause, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, hold on a minute. Give me two seconds. Let me get my praise off. Okay, hold on. Okay, I'll do it. <laughs> I absolutely love love the show. I love the message. The whole cast is just phenomenal, outstanding, amazing. You just name it. It is. I'm excited, and I'm going to tell people about the show. Incredible, incredible. What can I say? Wow. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. And congratulations on your tickets. <laughs> Thank you so much, and God bless you all, and I'm so excited. And, Loretta, kudos to you. You are amazing Phenomenal. We love you. You are a woman of God on the move, and people love you everywhere you go. People love you around the world, and we love you, too. Aww. <laughs> Do I have any more tickets I can give her? Can I just, like, empty out my purse right about now? Because that was amazing. You know what? <laughs> and all God's people said, amen. Love you all. Have a great day. Right. Bye. 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 Okay. Bye. 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 Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right. We well, do have another call, but I'm not going to take it because I'm running out of time. Oh. So, caller, I see you on uh, 901-321, I think, so you'll get the last pair of tickets. Okay, um, let's kind of wrap it up because I only was supposed to have an hour of Priest's time, and I've already overdone that, and I guess I should <laughs> apologize, but I'm not because I enjoyed it. Okay. Oh. But... <laughs> Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and Tony and Trisha, oh, my yeah. goodness, you have got to spread that message around the world with priests about women loving their men regardless of that. 
sexual thing, toning that thing, talking about it's a busy relationship. If you're looking at it like that, that will sell books and records. So I'm just Thank you so much. Now, do me a favor. Go to Walmart and buy the movie Who Can I Run To with Marvin Sapp and myself and Tasha Page Lockhart, okay? So I will that, go buy that Walmart. movie, and I will bring it with me to the place so you can autograph it. <laughs> Sounds like a plan, sweetie. Priest, we'll, we'll see you soon. And God bless you, and thank you so much for having us on the show because yes. we are the Grants. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Love you all so dearly. <laughs> I'll see you guys later. <laughs> okay. Bye bye. Right. This has got to be one of the most fun interviews I've done in a long time. And all my interviews are fun. They are. I, I don't degrade any of them or, you know, belittle them. They all are awesome and exceptional. But because I learned something today on a personal level about relationships that I really need to, you know, use. That I'm, I'm really in awe of the show. Okay, Priest, what have we left out? Because I know people are excited. I'm going to continue to use a social media campaign to help fill those seats. I want to sell out crowds every every show and overflow that you guys have got to come back. So that's my prayer, and I'm going to work hard towards that. So you can just sum everything up now. Well, please, come out November 8th and 9th. We need your support, not just from a monetary perspective, but we want to get this message out that God has laid in my belly. So please come out and support Mrs. Independent from Priest Tire. Thank you so much. I appreciate you having us, Loretta. And I look forward to meeting you personally because I want to come up to you just like I told the, the listeners. I want to meet you and I want to get your perspective on the play. I want to get your perspective. I want Loretta to tell me, grab me by my hand so we can kind of have some kind of connection, and I want you to tell me what the play did for you. Awesome. So what is the message? I know you want people to, you know, to have better relationships, but are you, is your message really the whole result of the play is what, Priest? Can you sum it up for us? What do you want us to get and us to do after having experienced Miss Independence? Just just love your man and love your woman and, and put God first. And it, it, we, have a, we have a secret element in the play which I know is going to rock Memphis, and it, it's about the love that I have for my daughter. You know, I love my daughter unconditionally, and I'm willing to die for her. So I, I'm not going to give it a, give it away, but it, it's it's a part in the play that you don't see coming, and it, it's it's like that secret sauce. And when you see it, I guarantee you, it's going to it's going to make you love your father if he's here, and if he if he's not here, God forbid, it's going to make you miss him even more. So just just come out and enjoy the show, and and again, just just love. It's, it's promotions of love. It's not just promoting ticket sales, but it's promoting love. And if you put love first. And it doesn't matter who makes the most money. Oh my goodness, that is so awesome! All right, I have. I'm not going to say goodbye. I'm going to say see you later. And I have been inspired. I have been challenged. You guys have really tugged on my heartstrings to to say, Loretta, you you've done some things that could have been done differently. But now that I know better and I know how it affects a person and how it can affect a relationship, I'm going to do better. I'm going to do better when I slow down enough to even have a relationship, but it has really helped me on a personal level and definitely on a professional level. So you have a place in my heart just for that, Priest, and if I had the power, I would just help you make all your dreams come true because I believe in you. Your talent and your excellence speaks volumes and it speaks loud. So I pray that the right people 
spirit and a God within the right resources from all corners of the world and every continent that you need. And that's all I wow. want to say. Wow. Thank <laughs> you so much, Loretta. I appreciate that. I really do. All right. So we're going to say goodbye to everybody. And as in closing, what I love to say is think positive, dream big dreams, help someone along the way, and I will see you very soon, either on TV or the radio. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye.